right, let's see. Is it? Yep, Lauren's showing up. You try. Hello, hello. There we go. All right, and welcome back to. I think I called us the Quantum Leapers because I am terrible at naming things. Well, well, that's all right. This is your host, Chuck Taylor and Toby Taylor. And today we are um, going over episode two Star Crossed Lovers. Episode four. Three. Three. Sorry. Oh, yeah. You you were one off. I, I skipped the whole true. episode. That is true. Um, okay. Before think- that, before we get into this episode, I want to ask exactly how big is the imaging chamber? It would have to be episode two. No, remember there was Genesis part one and then part two. They were two separate episodes. Um, I guess it depends on how you'd want to define episodes. The Roku channel defines it. <laughs> um, in the first episode, I don't even think I remember to mention this. In the first episode, Al has to go outside the bar in order to get to the door and he pulls it open in this episode the doors there's two doors that open sideways right exactly how big is the imaging chamber supposed to be i believe it shrinks as the as time goes on um because i don't think at any time you know they they talk about being able to hold that many people at at one at, at one time I did not I did not remember this episode very well. I don't think I've seen this one in a long long time. Yeah, it's not it's you know uh, if you go by what they show, what they, you know, different network show, this one isn't played that often, I don't think. Plus we uh, we you know everyone in our family, we have the the favorites. The, those are the usually the ones we that rotate through. That is true. Where did the committee go? That's what I want to know. Right. Well, I kind of remember. Maybe we'll learn. I kind of remember in one episode, like in the train episode or something, them getting re- Al replacing them or something. But we'll have to we'll have to figure that out as we go. See if it shows up in an episode. Right. Um, I, I think they're still. You know, you can tell that they're that they're still trying to work out all the kinks on. Yeah. On who's in charge and uh, with Sam not being there and. Being able to make those decisions. In this episode, Sam finds himself an English lit professor at the college where his future almost wife went to. And he finds himself uh, trying to get, trying to fix a personal mistake, even if that's not why he's there, because originally Donna left him at the altar. Right. And. Who wouldn't want a second chance at Terry Hatcher? <laughs> I didn't know who she was, but she's hot as hell, man. Desperate Housewives. I think this is a, a, a tale as old as time. You know, I, I think all of us have woken up one day, or dreamed about, and said, what my life would have been like if I would have went down another road, meaning a different significant other. Um, I believe Garth Brooks sings about it and um, oh, what is the song? Unanswered Prayers. That's a good song. And 
you know i've had that i've uh, you know i think i think we we've all had those thoughts what if what if what if what if and i think it's human nature that we all want to want to believe that our what ifs would have been a lot better than the way our lives have turned out we create this idea that if I would have done this, my life would be better, even though we truly do not know. Very interesting. I, I, I think you're, you're very right. Did you notice that, I've already forgotten her name, the crazy ginger girl. Did you oh. notice uh, when she her, is harassing Sam, uh, at his house, you know, when she climbs through the ri- the window oh, like yeah. a sex criminal. Did you notice her almost see Al? Yeah, it's like yeah. for half a second That's she true. forgot that he's not supposed to be there. Yeah, she's that, like, that he wants true. to defend my honor. Yeah, what honor? And she looks at him like she's about to say something. Yeah, that that is true. I don't believe I, I I don't think I've ever caught that before uh, until until the, this time of going back and seeing the show again. Do you think that they deleted Donna on purpose? Because this is, I think, one of if not the only episode where Sam acts as crazy and stupid as Al does in the. Uh, the episode we'll get to in the future where he tries to get Beth not to leave him. Right. This is the only episode. We don't even learn that Donna's still around or like the outcome, I don't think, until I think season three or four. So do you think that to prevent more situations involving her or any of his loved ones, do you think that they deleted her on purpose? Well, I think Sam... His, I think the character is showing a hu- human side of it, you know, saying that it's beyond the numbers, it's beyond, you know, anything that they work up on paper. You know, wh- whenever you come across a situation like that, you know, your imagination, I think, takes the, would, you know, get the better of you and think, what if I would have had that opportunity? What what can I tell her that might where she might change her mind down right. the road? That's what I'm saying though. Is do you think that in order to prevent um, more episodes like this where he he just so goes so drastically off track? Do you think that they kind of on purpose deleted Donna from his memory a little bit? Yeah, I think they. Um, you know. I think they are still working on Sam being the Boy Scout um, in in the in the the first season. He definitely does get more, you know, by the book, more honorable. Right. Later, um, he, I don't think there's only a handful of episodes. I think that he sh- or that his true emotions get the better of him um, when it comes to you know his personal life. <laughs> Um, Al in the imaging chamber getting pulled backwards. I'd love oh, to know how yeah. they did that effect because <laughs> I don't think you know they were still shooting on film, so it's not like they could just put in the t- guys in green jumpsuits. Right, right. Now that that was cool. Little bit of a plot hole though is how did he find out that the guy was staying at the Watergate? 
Because he just calls him up like an army colonel getting ready to ship out to Vietnam was in the phone book. <laughs> right. But I mean, the Pentagon is not going to give out. Even in the 70s, the Pentagon is not giving out that information. I don't, I don't think. But, you know. I, Any army members from the 70s, feel free to tell us if I'm wrong. If he was living, you know, at the Watergate and had the address, I, don't, I doubt there was too many Wojohowitz. Uh, in the phone book. That's fair. I don't even. I can't even say his name. <laughs> I think the only other time I've heard I've heard that name. Ramona, shut up. Wojciechowicz was on Bar- Barney Miller. What did you think of the clothes? Oh, thank God I was a child. <laughs> Uh, I was still a baby during this, the 70s because I would not have I would not have enjoyed the clothing you would have been negative 5 years old right yeah yeah so lots of polyester yeah lots of lots of material that would later you know be used to make park benches and, of, and yeah. signing uh, on your house a lot of a lot of vinyl looking clothing did love the her like sleeveless sweater shirt thing yeah. That was cute. It it was kind of you know the the wrestler, you know the 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 place the the, the jock you know he looks like he's thirty five. <laughs> you know I think a it lot looks of like he's older than both Sam and the Randy Quaid dude that he's playing. Yeah, the but back to the clothing. I think the designers took a lot of acid, and you know we're still throughout the sixties, and lots it was of still flaring. affecting their decision making. The calves are somehow bigger than the thighs. Yeah, um, yeah. But I don't know. There's a couple of things from seventies clothing that clothing that I wish would come back. But I wish that we people dressed more like Al. Cause he dressed like a fucking nutcase, but all of his clothes were cool. He's a pimp, yeah. especially like the the tin foil jacket that he yeah. wore. Dean Stockwell, uh, you know, I, he could pull off pretty much any anything. On behalf of my sister, who's not here, I feel obligated to say, I'll pull off whatever he wants, <laughs> because that's the same. She makes the same joke. She's she's got a thing for him. Okay. This is the first time Sam tells his quantum leap theory to somebody else. We know that it happens in future episodes that we will get to. So why does no one mention, you know, in the 90s, they say that his quantum leap theory was groundbreaking and secured government funding. Why does nobody accuse him of plagiarism? You know, because he they have records that it was on a TV show from the 60s. Um, I'm saying at least I don't have any records but at least a few people had to have heard it from one of his various college personas but I think if you go back to the first episode where he shares with his you know um, with his wife about him uh, tell, telling her that you know his name is Sam and later on when they try to leap Sam back home you know they're not able to and he and he says that you know it, his uh, that 
the quantum leap it's all about making sure that um everyone believes that he was captain tom stratton and so you know he shared that and then he they wasn't able to get him back home that in the next episode he's sharing a little bit more and you think well maybe that all of that leads up to why they can never get him home right love definitely does make people dumb yeah i can remember doing some pretty silly stuff um you know but you wind up thinking with your junk instead of you know your your mind or your your heart all right this will probably become um an a regular segment i pulled up the uh imdb page for this episode under anachronisms it says in the cafe when sam is talking with donna the deep purple poster on the wall appears to be from their reunion tour or later from 1984 not 1972 says whenever sam is interacting with his reflection in the mirror the reflections pipe droops but Sam's just not. This is not something I noticed. Yeah, no, I did. I didn't catch that either. Jamie Lee's notebook has a UPC code, which were not available until ni- 1974. Okay, what the hell were they supposed to do about that? <laughs> that is an anachronism. Like normally, I like shows that are pretty, pretty right on, especially if it's something like, uh, you know, the watch he's wearing is from 20 years later, but. The UPC code on the back of the notebook, I am totally fine with that, you know, being out of place. Yeah, sometimes. That notebook's from two years in the future. Nobody gives a shit. Sometimes we get so picky and, you know, we we forget about that that's really not adding or taking away anything from the, you know, as far as the story goes or the, you know, plot line. Right. But... It, it, it overall, I think it was a very good episode. It, you know, it does show a different side of Sam and Al, and it, you know the relationship that those two have, and you know trying to trying to fix something that our hearts tell us, you know, is the way we should have went, and you know it, uh, and it, you know dove a little deeper into showing uh, what kind of person Sam is and Al uh, uh, you know and his love his love for Sam uh, it, not in a weird way it was just you know a <laughs> friendship way yeah he was well he actually he not only did he risk his job technically he lost his job right. and had to commit a, what it was probably a crime I don't know what their future held blackmail under <laughs> um Two more uh, miscellaneous. Um, when Sam approaches Donna in the science lab, the blackboard has the word assistant misspelled. You know what? I didn't catch that one either. And Gerald Bryant, his reflection in the mirror, was clearly wearing a different shirt to Sam's. Uh, Sam's left collar has a brown patch. The collar in the reflection has a white patch in this respective area. I think this is something I normally would have noticed, but I did not. Well, I think Terry Hatcher can get everyone kind of, you know, pretty much out of sorts. What would you rate this episode? 
uh, scale of one to ten, I think um, you know, if I'd never seen the show before, it it would probably be an eight. Um, since I've seen the show, it's not one of my favorite episodes. Um, but I, you know, if I'm looking at it as a whole, I think it'd be about a six. The long ride with Donna, um, the stylistic song Betcha, Betcha by Golly Wow, given the passage, you're the one that I've been waiting for forever, and titled Star-Crossed, viewers get a subtle reminder of how important Donna is to Sam. There was nothing subtle about his love for that woman. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I mean, he was literally willing to risk everything, including being stuck there forever. Yeah. And he, like, pulled it out of his ass that he was right. Although, actually, now that I think about it, the fact, spoilers for anyone who hasn't watched this show that's uh, started 30 years ago. Holy shit, over 30 years ago. Well, but... At the the end episode, when they, the mystical bartender says um, that he's been controlling it all the time, do you think this might have been a little bit of a clue that he knew why he was there? Yeah, you know, I believe so. I mean, they kind of they, they kind of dropped the first reason why they said that you know Sam was there. And it kind of moved on, showing that Ziggy could be wrong. And don't get me wrong, I still hate the ending, but we'll get to that episode when it comes. Right, right. But yeah, um, I think all along it shows that you know he has a lot more to do with his destiny uh, than I think he even realizes. And I also feel that uh, you know you need to get that. Uh, it's probably mom. They probably want me upstairs. All so, right. Well, folks, it was good get, getting to discuss the Starcrossed Lovers. Um, we will be back in, back on the air very soon with episode three. Sam is a boxer, and the hand of God, and it shows him get knocked out. So All right. Well, we will dive into that. We'll dive into that one next. Stay tuned. That should be out done this coming Thursday. And this is Chuck signing off. And this is Toby. <laughs> bye bye.